know you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, 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 you got it Fix your crown now, sis Get that it, no, no, you got it Fix your crown now, sis It's fix your crown with Shanice Khalil I know sometimes it gets hard like I know sometimes you can't see the fire But just know what got on your side Everything will be alright morning good morning it's been so long since i've been able to just um just make a podcast and freely make it like and just and just make it from like a good space like i didn't have the urge to make podcasts no more i haven't had the urge to feed the homeless i haven't had the urge to, like even some of my community testaments that i do to people daily um this may be the most transparent episode that i made in a long time and one thing i realized if you're a new listener, my podcast is my journey of healing. It's my journey of welcome with God. It's like an open diary. And my goal is to hope someone can relate to it. One thing about me that everybody know me for, I'm transparent. Like, I tell the truth. I don't hold any secrets. I pour my own tea. That's my favorite line. I pour my own tea. But pretty much, the month of May, I chose sin. I'm not proud of it at all, but I just want to be really transparent about this because one moment in life I'm on this high horse and I'm chasing success and I'm chasing purpose and then one moment I'm destroying everything that I work towards in the month of May I chose sin in the month of May I got so tired of my walk with God I chose everything that I stood for I chose that route and the reason why I want to share this because um I just want to show people that walking with God is worth the fight. But as much as it's worth the fight, it's one of the hardest decisions you would make. But it will also be the best decision you make. And yesterday, I had suicide thoughts. And it got to the point where I took like a lot of sleeping pills. Where I just wanted to be asleep. I just I didn't want to be up. Because when you're walking with God and you choose and sin. And you already got a glimpse and a taste of how good God is then you in trouble because God like you're one of mine I put a stamp on you I put a stamp on your name so you can't just walk away that easy and sometimes when we walk away from God we think that we think that God left us when in reality we left God and I remember um I just told God I'm tired um like I had a close family member and we didn't necessarily like beef or fall out but God just exposed me that this person couldn't be in my life. And at first, I'm like, God, what do you mean? I couldn't accept that this person was acting his way towards me when I never had one argument with this person day in my life. And I'm like, God, like every every time I get close to somebody, every time I choose somebody new in my life or anytime I choose anybody, you take them away from me. And at that time, I didn't see that God was protecting me. I didn't see at that time God was trying to make sure that where I'm going the right people was going with me like I didn't see that so I was upset with God and then on top of that um I had like a lot of health scares where it was like it felt like my body was literally having like a stroke 
And I remember yesterday, I was like, I just don't want to feel none of this no more. Like, I just don't want to feel absolutely none of this. So then fast forward or rewind back to like the guy I was dating. And I remember I was just talking on my last podcast. Like, yeah, I did the right thing. I did this. I did that. But where I went wrong with that. I kept closing the door, but I kept leaving the door cracked. And when I first met this man, and if he's, I doubt if he's listening. When I first met this man, my spirit was like, Shanice, he's not going to portray he wants sex, but he lusts over you tremendously. And I'm like, since I knew that since day one, since the day he approached me, when he approached me two months ago, um, I was like, he won't, like, you can tell, like, this man ain't show me no signs, or he didn't show me, the music part was a sign, but he didn't show me, like, no signs of him wanting sex, like, he didn't show no signs of that, but his spirit, it screamed out, like, like, I want to eat you alive, like, it was just strong, and I knew it, so I kept trying to, like, close the door, close the door, but when I closed the door, I never closed the door completely, so I always left it crack where I gave him room to come back in. And that came from me feeling bad about him. And I learned in that season or in the last two months that you can't feel bad for people when you're doing what's best for you. Mm. You can't feel bad for people when you have to do what's best for you. Because in the day, if it came down to it, people want to do what's best for them. And instead of me doing what's best for myself, I kept having him around because he kept asking me, like, why is you why you want to stop talking to me? And at first, it was toxic because I'm like, I don't really, we only know each other for like two months. Like, why is you wanting me in your life so bad? And you don't know me like that. So that was a red flag by itself. But the more you stay into a situation, those red flags turn to green flags. So when that little situation began to look like something bad, eventually I kept digging it deeper to the point where I buried it so far that I accepted when it was a red flag since day one. So when I tell y'all I chose sin this month, I chose sin this month. Like I chose sin. And in church, they make it seem like walking with God just as peaches and cream walk, but it's hard. It's it's really hard because the devil wants you as bad as God wants you. The more people you help, the more people you encounter, the higher you go in life, the devil wants you badly. And I remember the prophet prophet um, Gashika, like he's like the only pastor I listen to really now, and he was saying he was like. The devil wants you so bad. He said the devil want the devil was so mad at you that you broke generation curses. He wants you bad. When I tell you the devil was on my tail, he was on my tail. Like, let me tell you about what I did. I said it's gonna be hot, transparent, and open. Number one, I broke my celibacy journey. When I say I broke it, I broke it. I kick cat broke it. I broke it. I slipped and slide, had sex multiple times with one person. Two, I was drinking. And if anybody know me, before I even got saved, I didn't like to drink. So that's what really blew my mind. I was drinking this month. I had sex this month. I settled this month. I was disobedient to God this month. I lost myself this month. I had suicide thoughts this month. 
I got betrayed this month. Like, I went through a lot this month. And I just kept, like, the more I kept experiencing different things, I just kept telling God, like, I, I'm tired. Like, I don't want this walk. I said, God, I can't even choose who I want to like without me, without my spirit being uncomfortable. Like, just imagine you with a guy you like and y'all just chilling and vibing and all that good stuff. And this person not even doing nothing wrong, but God is rigging your soul saying, she needs, this is not of me. This person is going to cost you. And the crazy thing about it was he kept asking me. He was like, I'm a bad influence on you. Like he knew. He didn't he knew, but it's like he wasn't fully aware because he wasn't like tapped in spiritually. And I remember just sitting at his house and I'm like literally saying out loud why I'm here. And I found myself like blocking him one day, unblocking him the next day, telling him I was don't want to be connected to him no more. And the next day I was back at his house. When I tell you. And then it made it woke me up on a situation like the last guy I dated like majority of my podcast was like really pertaining to him and it showed me it was never about him it showed me that the spirit that was in him it walked out of him and just went to somebody new that's all it did and i remember just putting so much i even told him this too i, said, I remember i just put so much blame on you when it's never the person like the bible have a bible verse and they said, we don't fight people of flesh against flesh. We fight people with spirit against spirit. So a lot of times we think we're dealing with somebody who's doing us wrong when it's not them, themselves. It's not that person actually doing it. It's a spirit within them. That's why you have those cases where you meet somebody and they remind you of somebody you dated before. Because when I met this guy two months ago, when I tell you, I just kept saying, like, I know you from somewhere. And what I didn't know, this was for a familiar spirit. And a familiar spirit is a spirit that you already was introduced to, that you already dealt with. And it just went from one person to the other person. When I met him, I said, I don't know where. I, I don't think I never saw this man a day in my life. But something about him was just so familiar. Like, if anybody know me, I don't get comfortable with people until a while. But I instantly got comfortable with this man, like, the first two weeks. Like, it was a instant comfort feeling and it was so strange it was because my spirit and my flesh and the old part of Shanice she remembered that she remembered that feeling of encountering a person like this a person that kept me in my old ways a person that kept me in bondage so my spirit was like oh yeah it's back to the old ways I never thought I would go back to my old ways. I never thought, like, I never thought I would, like, go so far back. But I remember my friend was like, just pray to God. Just tell God how you feel. Just just lay it out. And I remember, like, I just cried out to God. And I was like, God, I'm mad at this. I'm mad at that. And, like, it was to the point where um, the people I did my speaking event with, um, I'm watching everybody post their success and God tell them like Shanice don't post everything that I'm doing it's like even though I'm going through this hell I still have a book release tomorrow like I still have this tomorrow and I didn't want to be on social media like sharing these good news with people I didn't want to do nothing like that because I'm watching everybody from the people I was connected to like they just sharing their success so it had me feel some type of way but I did I cried out to God last night and I was like God I'm tired I said God I'm tired of this I said God um, I messed up my celibacy journey 
God, I was drinking. I got betrayed. Like, I, I did this. I did that. And it was like, I said, God, I'm tired. I said, this is how I feel. And I'm tired. I was like, I'm really tired. And then I woke up this morning. It was like late last night. Um, I just felt this shift. Like something just instantly, like peace just instantly kicked in. And I don't know how it happened, when it happened. But peace just instantly kicked in. Like without, let me see. I'm trying to find this back verse. Like peace just like it, it was a it, like it scared me like I know like if I was to sleep yesterday, um, I just prayed and I even I prayed over my health. When I go to the doctor, I prayed over that and then like I texted God and I was like, you may think I'm crazy because I know for a fact I didn't told this man I was done probably five times in one week and I just. And I just removed myself from the situation and just cut all communication off. In the moment I did that and prayed, because I wasn't praying, I wasn't in the Bible, I wasn't doing nothing. Like, I wasn't doing absolutely nothing. And I ran to this Bible verse today, and it said, No temptation has seized you that is in common for people, but God is faithful. He won't allow you to be tempted beyond your abilities. Instead, with the temptation, God will also supply a way out so that you will be able to endure it. The part where it say God will supply a way out. No matter how far you get so far away into sin, God will give you a way out. It's how bad you want to get out. And they always say, sometimes you have to hit rock bottom. Sometimes you have to be at the the bottom. My favorite line somebody said years ago was, sometimes you got to hit rock bottom just to, just to see or just to show you that God is the rock at the bottom. God is your rock and he's at the bottom, which when you hit rock bottom. And it took me literally to be at the point where I was just literally close to giving up. To say, okay, Shanice. God was like, I got you. And I woke up with so much peace. Like, and I know I woke up with so much peace because I woke up doing a podcast and I didn't care about doing my podcast no more. I didn't care to come on here and share stuff because I'm like, how can I share something when I'm not even in my right headspace? Like, how can I share something when it's like I'm going against everything that I said? And I think that's the beauty of walking with God that I demonstrate is I'm not the perfect Christian. I don't call myself a role model. I am the person that makes mistakes still. But I keep going. And that's where my strength comes from. My strength comes from when I'm weak. And that's where I get the drive to just keep pushing. But I just wanted to share that because I owe y'all that. You know? I really, really owe y'all that because... I always say I would never just share the good parts. And I had some good high moments. But as many high moments I have, I have seasons where I lose myself tremendously. I have seasons where I where I want to give up. And I have moments like everybody else. I never want to paint the picture like I have it all together. And the worst thing, let me leave you with this. Attaching yourself to the wrong people. Not just romantic-wise. Friendship, family-wise, like anything. Being attached to the wrong person, it can cost you every single thing that God has your name on it 
And if you're not willing to disconnect from those things, you will suffocate yourself spiritually. I traded my peace in for a temporary fling. I was mad at God because a family member who I was super close to betrayed me. It's not worth it. And even when I was mad at God, God still wanted me. God was like, I still want you. I still want I still want to show you who you are. I still want to push you to who I'm calling you to be. My like, God, you still want me after all of this? I said, God, I've been in this game too long with you and I walked away from you and you still want me? That's how precious God thinks we are. And we, and people judge the whole church thing like, ah, oh, you can't mess up or if you do this, like, no. God still thinks the world of me even when I was in the middle of didn't want to be in this world last night. But I'm going to say a prayer and that feels so good to say because I literally didn't pray. I haven't been in the Bible for the whole month of May. But it's June 1st, my book. I'm a co-author on a book and that come out tomorrow. So I am thankful that even through the midst of what I went through, God still was there. When I was off, God, I was like, I'm still going to put you on. But I'm going to say a quick prayer, Lord. I just say thank you, God, for this opportunity. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be transparent. And I just hope my transparency, it it allows someone to choose you, Lord. I pray that someone who walked away from you, God, I pray they will be okay. And they will know that you have grace and mercy of our life to allow us to come back to you, Lord. And I pray that we continuously to search you, Lord. I pray that the ones that's who's given up, who's battling with suicide thoughts, God, I pray that we turn back to you, God. I pray that we accept your forgiveness, Lord. We begin to forgive ourselves, God. I pray over every soul tie that's over my life or anyone that's listening to life that is detached and that is removed, God. And I bind it up in your name, Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus over everyone's life that's listening under the sound of my voice, God. I pray that the power in their mind and their heart be refocused relit God I pray that you give them peace again God you give them joy in this season God I thank you for the my friendships and the people around me that pray for me in that month of May God I pray you continuously to use me and uplift me God and I pray I continuously to discipline myself and pour my spirit and get back in tune with you God and I pray of the one who's battling with insecurities Lord who's battling with the dark thoughts God I pray that you begin to pull them out as you pull me out God I pray that they would not stay in that season too long God I pray that would not be their final destination, God. And I just say thank you, Lord, for your Holy Spirit. I say thank you, God. I say thank you, not ask for repentance, Lord. I pray that we begin to repent for our wrongdoings, Lord. And I just say thank you, Lord, for everything you have done. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen.